You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction here on Fightful.com. It is Tuesday, Movie Review Tuesday. I am Jeremy Lambert, joined, as always, by Santa's little helper, Joe Holbert. Joe, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I am the ho-ho-ho of this podcast. Did you know that? <laughs> I, that's an official term, folks. You're about to get ready to learn about that, understand it. I assume, Jeremy, you have the acronym... You have it all. I'm assuming you have all the information because I do not. So I am the ho 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 now, moving forward. Um, and this ends our own personal Christmas to take place in the first two weeks of July. It was the first annual of many. <laughs> I assume we're going to be doing moving forward. So I'm very good. Big day for us. First annual distraction Christmas in July. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep it going for for next year, July 2021. Uh, we will celebrate Christmas once again. Why not celebrate Christmas in July? I don't know if we're going to be celebrating Christmas in December this year, so yeah. may as well just uh, put put the wait, put the heart heart put the cart before the horse and just, yes. yeah, is that the term? Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> you, you sounded like you was like an alien reading phrases. Then I've been there before. Chase, weird. Sometimes the words are tough, but what I will say is, I hope now what this means is that come Christmas, like when everyone's doing their festive shows. Like we make no reference of this Christmas. Everyone talks about it in December. That no longer exists in our public personas. I want you to know that, Jeremy. Okay, there's no mention of this other Christmas that other people celebrate. Our right. Christmas has now concluded. We're gonna know? be we're gonna be celebrating um, Independence Day in in December on this show. Okay. I don't actually think we're gonna be doing that. We're not celebrating Independence <laughs> Day. Period. Honestly. Well. Well, that would be an incredible addition of the show. But yes, <laughs> we, here we are. Are you excited for this, Jeremy? This was a big time film, was it not? I am. This was this was certainly a film. Uh, yep. I feel like so we're reviewing Santa's Little Helper, starring The Miz and Paige and Maurice. We had a Maurice cameo in yes. this film as well, uh, and Annalyn McCord of 90210 fame, the the new 90210 for people. Have you seen that show, Joseph? Oh, I've never seen it in my life. Okay. So I'm sorry, I have nothing to add. <laughs> my favorite thing is, like, reviewing these movies, and I've seen uh, people from these films. Never. Uh, I've and never. they're all, like, C-list actors and stuff. Yeah. And I've, I've seen them on these shows. So, have you seen this? Nope, never seen this person in my life until this movie. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. great. 
Yeah, and then like once every ten shows, I'll have like a dated nineties reference, and you'll just, you'll be like, I have no. We never ever collide well on these references to others, but we share the wrestling cinema at least, right? Yeah, so different right. perspectives, Jeremy. That's all that matters. As long as we enjoy these together, the rest is bonus to me. <laughs> Uh, this movie got like a big intro with 20th Century Fox. I thought it, I think it just aired on USA Network. I, I think that's where it aired. It made it when I watched it on um, my my computer. It made it seem like it was this big like high art production that was in theaters and stuff. I'm pretty sure it just aired on USA Network. So credit to whoever yeah. uploaded it online and made it seem like this is a big extravaganza of a movie. No, it's just on USA. Okay, I um. I'm very interested by your phrasing when you said <laughs> uploaded it online. I purchased this film, Jeremy Lambert. I Why would actually, you do that? <laughs> I actually use real life money. Why? And I want everyone to know when we eventually make our Patreon in 2025, <laughs> I want you to remember before you send the tweets of good luck guys and never click on the link to remember that I did spend real money on Santa's Little Helper. And I just was like... I Googled once, like, watch online, and I just thought, oh, man, I'm just doing this. I have, I have not got the time to be sure. tracing down. I mean, look, clearly you did a good job of this, okay? <laughs> but I was full YouTube renting, Chromecasting. I was, um, I think my review of this film will be more positive as a result. Though. I don't think it made it worse for me. I think I went into it wanting to like it because real money had just departed from me as a result of this podcast. <laughs> That makes sense. I mean, anytime you, yes. you purchase anything, like you want to feel like you've got your money's worth. So mm -hmm. that certainly makes sense why you might be more positive than me. <laughs> Look, I didn't hate this film. I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. Why would you? I'm just astounded that you paid for it. Like, why didn't you message me and be like, how did you watch this? I'm not paying for know, this. Man. Like, how did you watch this? I would have gladly hit you with the link. I know I a know, guy I... who knows a guy. And I, I would have... I'm not condoning pirating or anything, folks, but look, only people like Joseph are paying for this movie, apparently. I don't know who else is paying for Santa's Little Helper in 2020. Well, I reached out to my friends at the WWE sort of vault, you know, and they, they had no copy of it. So I just, at that point, I conceded defeat. There oh I was. God. I was legally watching Santa's Little Helper on the 13th <laughs> of July, 2020. So, um, yeah, it was something. I mean, there's a big uh, elephant in the room. That as soon as you introduce characters, I'm going to have to talk about it because I'm very excited to discuss a character's name in this film. Please continue. All right. Well, the first character, the main character, is the Miz, and yes. he is Dax. Da I okay. guess he's the Axe. Dax the Axe. This is serious now. Okay. <laughs> His second name is not listed on Wikipedia. No, it's not. I had that pulled up, as always, and it's not there. Or IMDb, I'm pretty sure. I'll check I IMDb. Think. But someone, people say his second name in this film. I'm, t I'm telling you for a fact, unless I imagine it, people said his name. And I am 95% sure that his name, at the very least, rhymes with Dax Harwood. And I am not doing a bit. Like, I am almost convinced this happened. It may not have. He, he, he has no second name listed on <laughs> IMDb aware. or Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't remember his second name being said at all. So you, you think that it was Harwood. Or not Harwood, but it rhymed with Harwood. I'm no, I'm going to go a step further. I think it was Harwood. <laughs> I, I do not know. I, this this is another example of films being made like in retrospect for our podcast, and they just pretend it's an old <laughs> film. Um, a direct shot in the Wednesday Night Wars here from the Miz, who we know is a big NXT star from his time on the main event, right? <laughs> That's true. 
Um, I'm oh, wait, Googling. Look, I could be wrong. I'm Googling uh, Dax Harwood, Santa's little helper. I don't know if I'll get any type <laughs> of result from that. Uh, but yeah. it doesn't... Nowhere does it list his last name. That's tragic. I mean, here's the thing, though, Jeremy. Here's the positive of my purchase of this film. I have approximately 45 hours to rewatch it. So I, have, <laughs> <laughs> I will investigate at some juncture and do a lengthy Twitter thread with video clips detailing my findings. I am pretty sure that, like, when they cut, like, when Santa goes up to him, he says his full name. But I just don't know what the name is. Rewatch, rewatch the film. We're taping this on a Monday. It's not going to air until tomorrow. So you can time out your tweet uh, with with the airing of this film, which will be at about, or the airing of this podcast, which will be at about 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Right now, as everybody is listening to this, we're, we're live, folks. Uh, you can tweet yes. out that his last name is, in fact, Harwood, or it's not Harwood. You can, but don't do that. If you're wrong, just make no mention of it. But if you're right, you know, take your victory yeah. lap. Yeah, if... if- you go to my Twitter now and I have not tweeted about it, forget everything I just said. But, <laughs> but if there is a tweet there, I want a lot of praise because I am I was just confused as to why he's I'm almost certain people say this man's last name. But Dax is a hilarious name in itself for, for the Miz, I feel. I don't know. It's just the same funny about him being called it, especially with what his character is. But Dax the Axe, all good fun and games. Anyway, back to the film. <laughs> Uh, we learned very quickly in this film that Dax is a dick. Um, yes. He he's a he's a salesperson. He's a businessman. He goes around. He just kind of steps on everybody. Gets what he wants, and, and then very quickly he is fired from his job. I didn't feel bad for him. Uh, then he acted even more like a prick when he got fired. I didn't like anybody yeah. in this film. And like the first ten minutes, it's like everyone in this movie just sucks. Like, who am I okay. rooting for here? Um, I want to stress that you're not like when you say very quickly fired. Like the opening scene of the film, he's a dick. Yeah. And then the next scene, he's fired. <laughs> yeah. Like he's that. Like these films have a common like um, trend. Like WWE kind of. Uh, so this isn't WWE Studios? No, no, no is this, this is WWE Studios. It, okay, good. It, it had the big fil- WWE Films logo before or after the uh, 20th Century Fox logo. I was too busy emptying my wallet to see that. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, they have these trends where, like, the opening, the premise is set up within about eight minutes of the film. And the rest of it is just, like, repeated scenes in different environments until they're ready to finish the film. <laughs> and I, I know you may be listening to that thinking... Well, that's not really a big criticism, but when you watch one of these every single week, it is bonkers, yes. right? Like you're sitting there at ten minutes, like okay, I now know everything's gonna happen in this film. I have to just sit here now for another hour, <laughs> an hour, hour and change, watching him act out in front of me. So, yeah, you're not kidding. He was very quickly fired, very, very quickly. Yeah, the explanation was people don't like you, and it's like, yeah, isn't that how he got the job in the first place? Yes. Like people don't like him, and so he just stepped on everyone to to get that position. But now somebody above him really doesn't like him, and so he stepped over him, and then Dax got fired. Uh, you're yeah. right about it's it's the same scene just repeated ten times until they get to the conclusion. I I feel like we do this bit every week, but again, folks, watch these WWE films every single week, and you'd be doing the same bit as well. Mm-hmm. I checked like 45 minutes in and was like, this movie's got to be about over, right? Yeah. It's like, no, we're only halfway through this film, and we're just gonna keep doing the same stuff until we're ready to wrap it all up. 
yeah, it's. I didn't think this was a bad. Like, this is what it is, right? What I will give this credit for is so, the the action films they make that have like violence and all these edgy themes. Like, I have no idea who's supposed to watch these films, right? Because they suck. <laughs> I can buy this as being like a, just a soft kids' Christmas film. It's fine as that, right? However, when we once we get to it later, the final thirty minutes of this film are like. Oh man, they're bad. They're they're real bad, and I have details. I have explanations. It gets tough, but I'm with you. That as much as it's repetitive, it's harmless enough. By the way, the scene in which the fired Mazanian, known as Dax, he's like crying and like shouting at the uh, what's that place that he keeps going back to? I think it's like a youth center, or it's a like an acting center. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a youth center. Yeah, a community center. Yeah. Yeah. One of the all-time movies. Like, this beats... I think this beats the death scene. Because, like, it's just a one-shot of his face while he screams at a building, and it is... Miz is better in this film, would you agree? This suits him better? Uh, he's much better in this film than he is in The Marine. Much better. Yeah, much better. <laughs> like, it's it's night and day, honestly. Like, yeah. Miz is great at being a dick. Like... Well, let's be honest he's he's very good at that much better at that than trying to be an action star see that's my criticism of this is i sense this film would have been a lot better if there was more of him being a dick like that first scene i think should have been the first 15 minutes of the film it should just <laughs> be nothing but miz because we only get like you know a handful of minutes of pure miz dickery right in the right. other scenes which is a dick there is bigger dicks not dwayne johnson wait <laughs> There are bigger dicks, including small children that Miz intends to punch in the face at one point, which I'll get to. You know how much I enjoy the child face punching that we've seen in the past. Miz almost goes there. It was caught me very off guard in a kid's Christmas film, I must say. But Miz is great as a dick. I just wish we got more of it because, as I said, I could have done with at least 10 minutes less of the middle portion of the film, which is just Miz doing challenges over and over and over and over again. So more Miz dick for when you make the sequel – Whenever you get round to it, or whenever we, we get round yeah, to it, we, we're yeah. making the sequel. Yeah, the GoFundMe. Is that what we do with these films? Yes. What do we... Yeah, it's okay. a GoFundMe. <laughs> okay, so just keep that in mind, folks. And rewind us a bit when we get round to making it. But that was just a small note, I had to say. Do you think uh, Hiromu Takahashi took notes from Miz when he was yelling at this community center for his what he did uh, this past Saturday at Dominion or Sunday? Oh, uh, I am. Um... I don't want to get into that, but <laughs> I, this is where I have to look at myself sometimes. Like, so I just had no issue with it. Like, I thought it was hilarious, but it was so over the top and absurd, right? Like, to, but it, you kind of let it slide with him in that environment, which just exposed my bias. I think he did watch lots of tape for this, though. What was more ridiculous, would you say, Hiromu or Miz here? Hiromu. <laughs> Aroma was way more ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on with Aroma. At least I didn't know. Then again, I didn't know what was going on with Miz. He's just yelling at this community center Hang that on. we know nothing about. There is no way you're saying that this made more sense than the Hiroma one. Look, for no, it didn't. Worse, now that I now that okay, I say it yes, out loud, good, it 100 percent didn't. <laughs> because the for better or worse, the Hiromu scream had like 60 minutes of match explanation, <laughs> of, which was not necessary. The Miz literally is just like fired, and the next thing he's just crying and screaming yeah. at a building. And then Santa shows up, and Miz, <laughs> like Miz doesn't think he's Santa, right? Like he thinks he's fake Santa. 
Yeah. But he has like a conversation with him. Very interesting dynamic here, Jeremy. Because he asked the Miz, what could I do for you? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> he's like, he, he's not, he doesn't refute the, the Santa's credibility as much as he just is, he feels hopeless, you see, Jeremy. He's lost it all, right? He lost his girlfriend, lost his car, his job. He's losing his house. It's all going wrong for Miz. He's also just not a fan of Christmas, as we learned. Yes. Like, he, he just doesn't like Christmas. So the fact, I think the fact that he gave this Santa the time of day in the first place was a, was a big gesture by the Miz. He could have just as been easily said, like, look, I understand you're a, a mall Santa. Like, I'm not talking to you. I don't believe in this Christmas nonsense, no. Christmas miracles. But he talked to him, and he, and he heard this man out, even though he thought yes. he was just a, a homeless guy on the bench. Yeah, and this is when it's explained to us that Santa is scouting for a new ho 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 (laughs) jeremy do you have an explanation of what ho 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 means because there was like a full um it's a new term right (laughs) it's basically like isn't it just like a concierge like that's what it it seems like it is he's the concierge of the north pole that's the best explanation i can give but there was like an act it was like a head office there was I don't know. It was, it was <laughs> the it office was heavy, administrator man. of the North. No, like Pole. he had like the ho, the ho was spelled out the term. I can't. I, I don't know. But it was office head hunter. Look, it's not in the Wikipedia, and let me okay. tell you, if it's not in the Wikipedia, then it, we don't need to talk about. Yeah, it. <laughs> they look. They they broke down all twelve rounds. So True. If, if it's not in the Wikipedia of what the ho 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 stands for, either no one was paying much attention to this film, which all right, fine, fair enough, yes. or even they missed what what was going on here. So yeah. I I just took it as it was the concierge of the North Pole. Yes, I am expecting um, a phone call at some juncture to check in on my well-being after purchasing this film. Like, I'm pretty sure my, my, my bank will be like, hang on a second, Santa's Little Helper has been bought on the 13th of July. What's going on here? You know, like, this is what I expect to happen. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I don't want to have to explain this, 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 what we're doing here. It's very scary. Uh, they're scouting for a new ho-ho-ho. Uh, Santa sends Billy, who seems very qualified to be the ho-ho-ho, uh, to, to scout the Miz. And instead, she she has to go off and do this instead of just getting the job herself. Yeah. And as as Joseph said, this leads to a, a series of tasks and challenges to prove that the Miz is in fact not a dick, and it's a lot of mm-hmm. repetitive stuff. We get the Maurice cameo very early. Miz goes into a bar to uh, you know test his character and everything, and Maurice is there, and Maurice punches the Miz actually yes do you think that was a shoot punch uh yes definitely because miz 100 percent didn't overly theatrically sell <laughs> said punch and spin with a face <laughs> shot on the camera miz has a very interesting way of falling slash dying in cinema would you agree i haven't analyzed these matches enough to know if it's it is like cross promotion for both but man no, miz, in film, that guy, i can tell you 100 percent miz just likes falling whether anything hits him or not he'll just kind of fall over act like he did something and and that's that very over dramatically whether he gets hit or not yeah. i would love for a director to put like him doing like a catch of a dive in one of <laughs> he just falls down oh, i would love that um we have not mentioned Paige, who is i mean eleanor Yes. Wow, incredible. I get better at this. Other <laughs> um, she wants to be the ho-ho-ho, and she's very mad that 
uh, they're going to give the ho 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 to a normie. normie. Yes. Yes. Which is us, Jeremy. We yes. are. Actually, we might not be normies, man. We're pretty good at this, right? <laughs> We're really good at podcasting. I don't know. The people listening to this, for the most part, I assume, other than our famous friends, normies, right? Would you agree, Jeremy? So that's, that's, the, that's the beef here. Uh, Paige, by the way, a huge few days here on the distraction. Would you agree? She sued us <laughs> she on TV on Saturday, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I was very alarmed about being shared on. Like when I tweeted the article for the TEW deal, like the link, that being retweeted by the most credible wrestling source there is Fightful, the Twitter account. Paige sues <laughs> WWE. I was like, hey, this could go out of hand. Just be careful what hands this gets in, okay? <laughs> but big few days of her, uh, motion picture star. On, on Tuesday, lawsuit by Saturday. Very controversial. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, check out the TEW series. There's a lot going on with Paige. But yes, um, she is here and she's very mad. Would you agree? She's not happy that she gets passed over. Paige is a dick in this film as well because yeah. Billy gets passed over and she's just yep. like, all right, I got a job to do. I'll go do it. Paige is just like, no, it shouldn't be like this. I'm actually, look, even though Paige is a dick, I'm with her on this mm-hmm. why why would santa go after a normie when he's got one clearly qualified person in billy page if nothing else she's an elf so i guess that gives her some type of qualification and she gets passed over too i'm with page uh billy billy is a a picket crosser she's a line crosser she should have stood with her fellow elf in page and been like you know what you're right santa yep. shouldn't be going after a normie here he should pick between us. We should battle it out. And that should have been this film instead of... We should have just cut the Miz's out entirely. He should have just been a dick in the first 15 minutes, got fired, and we never see this guy <laughs> <Yes>. again. <laughs> okay, if you're watching this, I want you to make notes of all this because now we are talking about the sequel. <laughs> um, pitch. Okay, Miz is a dick again at the start of the second film. And then we do exactly what you just said. And we pretend that we never... Like, this was not inspiration from the first film. We're just starting a new arc. You know, yes. We introduced the Miz, he's a dick, and we're just like, oh, that's a shame. Miz was a dick, after all, never to be seen again. <laughs> we may give him a montage, though. Do you think we should give him a oh, montage? Oh, we've got to give him a montage. 100% got to give him a montage. Okay. <laughs> I've got to say this, man. I like the Miz a lot. Um, I have never understood the, like, play wrestler criticism more than when I watched the bar fight scene of this film, in which <laughs> there was approximately, like, 15 roles which a wrestler would traditionally play. And the wrestler instead was the Miz in this, who is like <laughs> fighting these men. He's not even fighting them, right? He's evading them, sort of. Yes. Deal. Uh, but there were so many opportunities for guest roles here, was there not? Am I missing something here? There was a whole bar full of big bruisers. There should have been wrestlers in this deal. Would they got Maurice. They got Maurice. What yeah. more do you want? Well, I'm aware of that, but you know, generally <laughs> speaking as such, um, the more that you pointed out to me that her name was Billy, this film with Billy Kay's, at least. <laughs> <laughs> At least four million times better. Like, and I'm not talking about Billy Kay, the person that portrays Billy. I'm talking about the character Billy Kay inserted into this film just as Billy would have been so much better than what we got. So, so, wait, so for the sequel, are we advocating... So we, we keep The Miz in his role because yeah. I think we both agree he's great at being a dick. Uh, yeah. We replace Annalyn McCord with Billy Kay. Yeah. Yes. Do we replace Paige with Peyton Royce? And then we just no. have the Iconics. Oh, you're splitting up the Iconics. Yeah. Just like the I don't want another series. lawsuit. I don't, <laughs> I don't want another lawsuit. That's just fair, like actually. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I understand your point. 
I mean, do we just switch Billy Kay in and not never explain? Like, we just pretend they're the same person. I mean, bigger yes. films than ours have done that, Drew. Yeah, we they've done do that, that in, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, so they, they do that yeah. all the time, so... <laughs> I love that I was like, bigger films, you immediately switch to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I was like, yeah, that's exactly why I didn't mind when I saw that big film. <laughs> exactly. Um, what else? Oh, yes. So that was the scene in the bar, right? And now do we can we get onto the scene where he nearly punches the kid, please? Well, can sure. We well, I mean, there was a bunch of scenes in between that, but... Who was cares? there? Oh. Is I there anyone you want to talk no, there's really nothing okay. that I want to talk about. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to speak here in, in, in one fluent motion, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that the Miz was, like, had decided he was going to punch a small child in the face, and he was stopped <laughs> by Billy. Am I correct in saying this? Did he stop for his own better judgment, or did he stop because Billy was watching? I'm intrigued by this. I think he stopped. I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind to the Miz here, and I'm going to say he stopped for his own better judgment because... He knew what was at stake. He did not want. He did not want to lose the ho 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 extravaganza. Yeah, we should explain. He didn't know that he was trying to be the ho ho ho, did he? He thought he was going to get like a big. Um, yes. He thought it was like the Donald, or he, he said, what, did, "What was the other ones?" He said, "He said Murdoch, Donald, and there was another another big wig that he was like, oh, it's him, right?'" And she said, "No." And then eventually she said it was Santa. That's the scene for later on, folks. But I should point out that the Miz has no idea what he's doing. He's just so desperate that he's getting in bar fights because a mysterious woman says there's a job waiting for him. So um, just a, a side note here. Was the scene in Mr. Nanny in which the kid was actually punched in the face the best scene we've ever reviewed in the history of this show? Um, look, we've reviewed a lot of scenes. <laughs> I can't say yes because there's this the opening scene of Baywatch is still like, look, I died on air from that review. Yes. So yeah. I cannot say that, yeah, 100%, uh, the, the, the scene where the kid gets punched on Mr. Nanny was the best scene because the opening scene in Baywatch with The Rock just running and everybody talking about his big dick and what a great person yeah. he is, that's still an amazing scene. Um, but it's close. The, the kid getting punched in Mr. Nanny is very close. It's great. They're both great. I, <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear. Because remember, Jeremy, in a year we have to like power rankings on this show. Do you remember that? We, oh, we we're doing another we're gonna... set of power rankings uh, that I'll bring up here in a second. But go ahead. I mean, that sounds like a threat in any case. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you. Um, I want to bring up a quote from this scene. As you can tell, it was my favorite of the film. This is a direct <laughs> quote from the dialogue, folks. Ms. our protagonist, says as follows. For the record, I didn't fight one single kid. End quote. That was Miz's his <laughs> proudest moment in this film. For the record, I didn't fight one single kid. So I assume that... Because we should say why he's with the kids here, right? He's doing like a party for them where he's dressed up as... What does he dress up as, Jeremy? It's like a monkey he's, or a bear, right? Monkey. He's yeah. a monkey, yeah. And he, he's dressed up as a monkey and he's like trying to entertain him and he has to deal with this bray kid. And like based on what Miz says here, I assume he just fights kids all the time. I don't know. Because <laughs> he he's does. very proud that he, White one, sure. I, I fully, I fully believe Dax the Axe just goes around punching children who like don't buy whatever he's trying to sell. I fully believe. And look, look, when we make the sequel, Miz will punch a kid. All right, I'm gonna spoil that right now. Miz will 100% punch a kid in the sequel. Okay, that's that's amazing. I hope that's his last scene before being taken out of the series. He punches a kid, and it's like he's there's no coming, back. there's no coming back from that. Santa's like, we're done with the Miz. Okay. Um, my notes have nothing on any other scene, any other challenge 
Are there any other good challenges? There's the one where he's with the with the elderly folk and he dances. And he has yeah. to take his shirt. Um, what is the other ones in this, Jeremy? Can you help me here? I, I know you haven't got the 12 rounds. To the I, 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 can't, I can't remember any of that stuff. I, I really can't remember what the other... It's just he goes through and he has to prove himself and and that's it like yeah it, it's whatever well, let's just skip to the final scene here of well, no. he not the final final scene but the final challenge i guess um yeah he, he runs into this old man who's gotten mugged and he's lost his ring and then miz just like turns a corner and sees these kids talking and he's like oh these people look like they just mugged an old man let me go talk to them and he goes he talks to them <laughs> Turns out he was right. The Miz is intuition very good here. Um, wait, wait, wait. Before we get... We're skipping... There was a food fight in this film, yes, Joseph. Yes, there was yes, a food great. fight in yes. this film. And I was very excited when I was watching this that I... This is my only text to you, besides saying this film's awful 15 minutes into it. My other text to you was, there's a food fight in this film, and this is the other power ranking we have to do in a year or so from now, is ranking food fights in this film this once again leads more credence to our theory that there's a food fight in every single film we've ever watched we just didn't know it because we weren't looking for it now that we're actively looking for food fights it's there it's in every film pay attention to the movies you watch folks there's a food fight there yeah i um i'm concerned as to who is going to be given the uh who is going to be entrusted with going through and like detailing which food fight was which, because there are very few that I could like. I remember the main event one where he he stops like a full on robbery with like yes. a pie or something, um, and I'll never forget Nolds Bart as we've mentioned many <laughs> times. So I know that one. This one will definitely be forgotten because I had forgotten it while reviewing this film, <laughs> so it doesn't bode well. I agree with you though. As we go back, it will become clear that there is one in every single film ever, which then makes me wonder if we rank the films we've done. Like, do we have to eliminate the food fight scene while ranking the rest of the films because the food fight has its own category? Does that make sense, Jeremy? It's going to be tough to, to keep those with integrity and respect as an award ceremony. <laughs> uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves on that. <laughs> I think the, look, the food fight has to be included. Some food fights are a little bit bigger parts of the films than others. So they still play a role in there, and they got to yes. be included in the overall film. But there will be a separate category. When we do the uh, Distraction Movie Review Awards... Uh, whenever we do that, there will be a category for, for best food fights and we'll rank them all and we'll give an awards. This is a real bit we're going to do, by the way, is, is yes, the, the movie review. <laughs> we spoke about way too much now not to do it. Like it's happening. It's just, it's a matter of how long we can delay this thing. It's happening. Okay. Um, I did want to say, uh, you know, the scene you just mentioned where he goes and retrieves the, um, the ring, was it a ring? Yes. He, there's a couple of fun. Like, I thought he this was going to be another scene where he does wrong. Because I'm pretty sure he threatened to beat up a kid again. Like, I'm almost... He, like, mean mug this kid. Yeah, right? I mean, this not is... Not a kid, but, you know. This is why I, I said earlier there's a bunch of scenes between... I thought you were skipping to this. You were talking about the scene... You you were right earlier. It was, like, the, the next or the first challenge where he's at this kid's <laughs> birthday party. The Miz really... I think he wants to just beat up kids this entire yeah. film. This is why I'm pretty sure he has a history... And you yeah. mentioned it. I didn't punch a kid. Uh, I'm pretty sure he has a history of just like punching kids, and that's why he will punch a kid in the sequel. Um, I want to correct you. He he does not talk about not punch kids. <laughs> he makes clear he did not fight with a kid. Sorry. So I, 
if he'd have just punched him at like one punch KO, would that have even been a fight? <laughs> I don't know. These are questions for the Miz. Yeah, it's or a fight. Dax I Holland. mean, Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo was a fight, right? That was a fight. Maybe. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> good point. Um, I, I, so earlier on, like he's he's told him that he should never be confrontational, right? Like cooler heads prevail. But like he just gets directly in this kid's face and he's like, "What are you gonna do? Beat me up?" And the kid, <laughs> the kid's obviously scared. Of <laughs> big Dax Miz. So I'm not sure why he got praised for that. But that was like the final, the final box to tick, right? And then he was the ho 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 until dot dot dot. I'll let you get to that, Jeremy. I'll yeah, let, I'll until, let you, you know. until Paige, she could challenge. She Hell could enough. challenge whatever. We've never used real names on this show. We've always gone by what they are, except Rip. Rip was the one time I think we made the exception because it was just, it's Rip. You had to make the exception for Rip that. Rip them up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's always been the wrestling name. Uh, so until Paige, not Eleanor, uh, is like, I challenge this ruling. Apparently, this is North Pole Wall. This is fine. You can just challenge this yeah. entire ruling. Like, again, if you knew this was going to happen, it seems like because this... It seems like Billy should have known that this was going to be a thing. Like, okay, she's going to challenge yes. this. So, I I don't get it. I think the motivations were not good in this film. But are we supposed to assume that Santa did know all of this would happen? Because, like, at the end it suggests yes. that he... Yes, because Santa knows who's naughty and nice. He knows uh, Paige is a naughty elf. Paige is probably going to challenge this. And so yeah. he should have known that, that this is going to happen. Otherwise, this Santa sucks. We need a new Santa. It should be that weird guy who kept showing up. Remember he showed up uh, in Santa's suit and he's just like, oh, yeah, sometimes I like to uh, put on Santa's suit while he's sleeping yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. This guy, I don't know his name, but he just randomly pops up in this film. Yeah. Yeah, he caused a lot of trouble, right? Because wasn't he the one who told Paige slash Eleanor where to go, Jeremy? Was that not yes. what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very uh, integral character. This is where the film falls apart, folks. Because, 100% falls yes. apart. And there's many reasons we're going to get into here. Because do you know what this challenge was called? This was another acronym. No. What was it called? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I had convinced myself this was going to look like what i expected yes this looks like the worst thing this looks no. like they've just rented out like any <laughs> random like this would not if steve austin on the broken skull challenge saw this set up he'd be like i'm not doing another series <laughs> if Wayne the rock johnson and he's big you have one unheard message hi i was calling current the influencer marketing platform but i think i just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dick, <laughs> saw this on the Titan Games. It's done, okay? He's doing no no, uh, no example of this for the replays. It's not happening. This looks <laughs> terrible. And more than that, the sun is shining. There is nothing magical nor mythical about this place. It is literally just an obstacle course with Paige and the Miz and Paige is cheating, even though she's like the best in the world at this obstacle course, because her dad is a genius at this obstacle course. She's like treading on human normal Miz. <laughs> she can't get far ahead of the Miz. It's insane, Jeremy. What happened here? This was a this, reshoot. Something went wrong. This is this was god awful. And you're right that it fell apart. Because okay, Paige makes her challenge. It's like all right. They mention that it's an obstacle course. All right, I get that. You know, let's let's put them through this obstacle course. It's all fun games. They mentioned that, yeah, Paige's family in the film has set this up. Uh, sweet, sweet Eleanor has set this up um, for for the North Pole. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, like, it's going to be this wacky. It's going to be snowing. They're going to have to, yes. you know, wrestle up reindeer and, and whatnot. They're going to have to, you know, wrap presents and everything like that's what i'm thinking this is gonna be no it's legitimately just like a ropes course at summer camp that that's what it is it is a ropes course at summer they're they're climbing up the cargo net and and they're going through the you know when you're holding on to one rope and you're trying to balance yeah. yourself on it like that's what this whole thing is and it's like where is the christmas in this ropes course yes. like what does this have to do with with christmas or anything like it doesn't yes. have to do with like being kind it doesn't have to do with character it's legitimately just an obstacle course that if you go to your your summer camp we have a place here in, in north carolina called the Whitewater rafting center in charlotte you can do like a, a little uh, outdoor ropes course there. You can do this scene. Yeah, you can you can recreate this whole scene. Uh, you and your family and your friends, you can just do this whole thing. And it's a lot more rigorous than this, by the way. Like, yeah, you could just do it. Like, what what happened here, Joe? What happened? I don't know. See, here's the thing you got to remember as well, because no one will have watched this film other than us. So our audience, <laughs> I don't know if they get it, but like, so it's established that the North Pole, they're transporting like anyone they want to earth at any time yeah they can do any kind of magic yeah they basically. have this magical bell that they just ring yes. and stuff just pops Anything up happens. yeah yes but then the ultimate challenge or the challenge that she chooses to decide the ultimate job positions like other than you know the the, the main head honcho is literally just like saying that any human could do like, these people have the arrogance jeremy <laughs> to refer to us as normies page she gives him a head start, and then she legitimately, like, walks on Miz. She knocks him over. She cheats. She treads on the man's head. She should be miles ahead, and Miz just catches up. <laughs> he just puts a sh Miz just puts a shift in, and he's, like, right behind her. Um, Paige wins the challenge. Yes. But she does not win it easily. Like, it's a battle because she just greatly overestimated how hard this would be for a human. For a normie, sorry. 
to do. It was actually very easy. Miz was, did fine. He just got cheated a couple of times. So, also, this is the other reason I think this may have been like an actual issue for the... I feel like the Saint went wrong here because they're not there watching the, the challenge, are they? Like Santa and all... They're like watching it on a TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no there's no drama of them being like, go, Dax, you know, do this. They're literally just sitting like watching it on TV. Like, oh, this is fun. And Mrs. Claus has the cookies and the... Oh, man, this was... And this lost me. And then... It gets worse, just in, as far as logic and, like, the ideas. Only, the only thing missing from them watching it on the TV was they needed to be positioned like, like yes. this, like, watching yeah. it. Like, yeah. that's how they should have been positioned as they were watching it. But they were watching it, like, they were watching it like normies and not, like, uh, yeah, um, people at the North Pole or WWE wrestlers. Um, Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was astounded by this, like, regular ass ropes course and it yeah. it lost me for the rest of the film and you're right that it doesn't get any better from there dax it just it, it does get worse dax just goes <laughs> home but he stole he stole the bell he stole the magical bell as he goes home and then he goes to the community center which i guess is he wants to get saved even though it like ruined his life and he finds the guy who ruined his life. So the reason Dax is this way, this is explained by Santa. Santa, they do the um, what, what's the what's the bit? The bit with Scrooge and what's the name of that movie, Joseph? The famous oh, Christmas, yeah, the famous Christmas film with Scrooge. Yes, with the, yeah. the, with the ghost of the um... yeah, Ghost of Christmas Past and all the in future and present. What is the name of this film? I don't know. I've forgotten it. I've this seen it. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Everyone knows what we're talking yeah. about. Everyone's shouting at, at Yeah, exactly. Right. Everyone's shouting at however they listen to this podcast. But it's, like, yes, yes. It's that. It's that it's, deal. You're yeah, right. it's yeah. that. Um, this is why we shouldn't do Christmas movies in July. We have no idea what's actually going on. You know what? On, on retrospect, it makes sense why they're doing this summer course it, for does. a Christmas film. Because we're, we're reviewing this film in July. Um, anyway... The Santa brings the Miz and he's like, this is what your life would have been like if you were just a nice to everybody. And he has like this great life. He's like an astronaut and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he, he just has this amazing, he's like an astronaut movie star. I think it's like this. Yeah. Like, and he like cured the common cold. Yeah. Right? yeah. He cures <laughs> cancer, cures the common cold. He cures That's COVID. It. Yeah. Like he, he cures all of it. Uh, like the Miz is like the greatest human being ever, but it all changed when he was kicked out of this youth center for allegedly stealing this money. And he stole this money because the, the youth center director was just like, he stole it. And then everyone's just like, yeah, must have been him. Must and then after everyone leaves, Miz is like, you stole it. And then the, the director's like, I did, but no one's going to believe you over me. Amazing. And that's it. So good. And so it gets, it gets called back here. So Miz goes to the youth center that he was screaming at earlier in the film to save it. And here's the director. He's like seemingly happy that this youth center is getting blown to pieces. I guess he gets his retirement and everything from it. And Miz is just like, hey, 15, 20, however many, 20 years ago, this man stole money from the community center. And yeah. one person shouts like, he's right. And the cops are just like, Guess so. Let's arrest this dude. Is that what happened? Yes. I would missed that. I because I was looking, and he was there, and I saw the the woman said, "Yeah, he's right." And I looked away, and he was just gone. Yeah. I didn't know what happened. 
I mean, thought the bell had done something. I'm sorry. You're, okay, that's interesting. No, We're not interesting at all, actually. It's the opposite of interesting. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. yeah Miz, is, Miz is just like, yeah, this community center, I, you know, it, it shaped me, it changed me, it would have saved my life, but it was this guy right here, and he's been stealing from it. And then one random lady who we've never seen before is just like, he's right, he has been stolen. And there are cops there, and cops are just like, you're under arrest, sir. And they just take him <laughs> away. Like, that's it. They, that's the whole thing. Yeah, but don't they still intend to destroy the place? Yeah, and they still they're still gonna blow it up or you know knock it down or whatever. So I don't know what Miz was trying. What did he accomplish here outside of getting this guy in trouble? Which great, but you know you yeah. could have done this years ago and you could have been an astronaut scientist movie star. And then he was like, "Who believes in Santa?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what the point. By the way, it was a Christmas Carol, Jeremy. Okay, a Christmas a Carol. Thank you. Um, yeah, this ending is brutal because because then what happens is Paige is disqualified. She gets dusty finished here, right? Yeah. She gets the full retroactive loot loss of title win, <laughs> uh, which actually happens to Paige. I think. I think they did that to Paige. I don't know. Anyway, um, she. I don't know. She 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 loses the gig. And it is announced that Billy Kay is the new <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And Santa had this plan all along. He sent this poor woman to Earth to babysit Michael Mazanian <laughs> in order to prove that she could be a ho, 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 even though she had all the qualifications. And she was Santa's fitness coach. She, he, he knew all we needed to know. He need, all, all he needed to know, it was there. Whether he thinks she's good or bad at a job, that is not my, that's not my place to say, Jeremy. <laughs> Okay, the evidence speaks for itself, but that is not my place to say. He definitely did not need to send this poor woman to Earth to look after a lunatic that was losing his house. No way, no how. Terrible idea, but it paid off in the end. Was there any conclusion for the Eleanor character, or did she just like storm off? I don't remember what she... She was disqualified, she was angry, and that was storm the up. end of it. Yep. Yeah, She got arrested too. Um, my notes found me here. Correct me, so... Is he staying on Earth? Well, they Miz. fall in love. Uh, Miz yeah. and, and Billy Kay, they're in love now. Um, and that's the closing scene of this movie, you know, yeah. because that's how it has to work. And then, look, the closing scene, fine. They're in love happily ever after. We get snowfall in this closing scene. Did they not have, like, a big snow budget? Because they do it here. They couldn't do this for the obstacle course? This obstacle course scene pissed me off. Just do some fake snow, all right? Do <laughs> something to give me to give me the impression that this is actually like a magical obstacle course at the North Pole. It could not be done because the snow was falling and it was like it had there was no impact of the snow. The snow could not be seen anywhere once it had, when it once it had stopped falling. So I'm with you. Their snow budget was very small for this film. The thing is, like, we've watched a lot of terrible films, and I didn't think this looked physically bad until that scene. Yeah. That's the thing that's weird about it. Like, for the rest of it, I thought it was actually perfectly acceptable in terms of, like, production. It didn't have to deal with people's mouths were not moving while they talked and stuff <laughs> like that. It didn't It didn't look, too, like, particularly cheap. And then it looks like the cheapest film ever. Like, I don't know if the challenges went a little long, and after the hour, he was like, no money left. <laughs> we have no money left. This is, this is problematic. But... So they, they kiss, and he keeps the car. What happened? What did Miz have by the end of this? Did he have anything other than the car I and think, love? Yeah, the car and love. That's all you need in life, Joseph. A car and love. 
there's a yeah, there's something he said. For that, I, think. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was the whole message of this film. Maybe it had nothing to do with Christmas. It's about cars and love. I'm not sure. But in all seriousness, like we obviously poke fun on this. We're a very silly show, Jeremy. And in case anyone hadn't realised by now, but like this is fine, right? As much as we just dunked on the closing scene, like a, a kid wouldn't hate it, would they? It's they fine, would hate isn't it? that obstacle course scene. They <laughs> would like, be... I did this in school last week. <laughs> They they yeah. would be like, that's a great Christmas movie. Why are they doing this summer camp yeah. obstacle course to decide the ho ho ho? I'll say this: I think like we agreed that Miz was better. Paige is like just being Paige. Like she's good at Paige, right? There's no moments in this where either wrestler leaves me like doing the old oh god, this is that. <laughs> They're not yeah, very good at this. They're both. They were fine. Yeah, it's just a fine Christmas film with a load of tropes you've seen a million times. And I'm not even saying that as a criticism. It's a WWE Studios film, right? Like, I don't come into these things expecting any new concepts or ideas. Um, yeah, it's... It's a fine Christmas film for an yes. hour and ten minutes. And then the final, final 20 minutes, it yeah. just falls off a cliff. It really does. I mean, now that I'm thinking about this, our Christmas foray was so successful that maybe we should be just a full-time Christmas show. Maybe it shouldn't <laughs> be the first... Maybe it's just always be Christmas every week. We just and we just loot the same like two wrestling Christmas films <laughs> that there is. We just watch those over and over again and try and uncover new details. I don't know. I would actually like to like, I'm certain this was not the original intention, the obstacle course deal. I would there's no way. It didn't feel I no. want details. I'm sure there's loads of coverage of this film too. I'm sure there's loads <laughs> of heavy interviews about it and what happened, what went wrong, behind the scenes extras. So I'll be diving into that at some point and tweet about it while this is airing at this exact minute tomorrow, which well, is live now. Well, Joseph, you know, we will, as we always do on our film reviews, we will extend the invitation to The Miz or Paige. There, there's two, to, or Maurice, you know, maybe Maurice can shed some background on this. Any That'd one of those three, if they want to come on this show, we won't talk about wrestling. We won't talk about what you're doing on Raw, your former general manager, your Divas Championship run, any of that stuff. Not talking about any of that. I guess Miz is on SmackDown, not Raw. Not talking about any of that. We want to talk about Santa's Little Helper. We're definitely not talking about the Marine. We want to talk about Santa's <laughs> Little Helper. That's all we want to talk about. If you want to come on the show, give us the, the breakdown of Santa. Please explain to us this obstacle course scene. Yeah. Please like make sense of it for us, for our audience, maybe for yourself even. Maybe you didn't... I would love it if like Miz just came on here and be like, you know what? I didn't get it either, but they paid me. So what was I going to do? I think that'd be great. I have a working theory that I will put alongside, if not above my theory that these films are made purely for this podcast in a time machine, that this was footage from like a day offset where the cast just had fun. And like, I'm not totally <laughs> convinced that's not what this was. And the rest was just like insert shots of like, I'm look. I'm only half joking here because it legitimately just looked like Miz. And there was a point where Miz was like hanging on to Paige when she swung across, and Paige was just like smiling into it. They just thought they were having a fun on an obstacle course. I'm not convinced this was supposed to be a scene in the film. I'm. I honestly am not. So, anyone that has answers, firstly, why do you have answers and what are you up to? Secondly, please share them with us. Thank you. Uh, I should have known this scene was coming because I remember when they were promoting this film. Like, yeah. they, they showed a lot of shots from it because this was, like, the one scene where Miz and Paige are together. So, of course, mm -hmm. when WWE's promoting their film, they're going to promote them being together in the same film. So, 
yeah, they, they showed a lot from the scene, like behind the scenes of this. This, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it was behind the scenes. It was an outtake. They were goofing off, having fun. And then they were just like, hey, let's use that for for this big climax of what's going on here instead of spending another, I don't know, $10 million on an actual like Christmas. $10 million. Wow. How much is look? That's how much we're spending on the sequel. All right, that's wow. just the the when we do the Billy K versus Page big showdown and the uh, Christmas showdown an actual Christmas showdown. Ten million dollars is our budget just for the Christmas showdown. We'll figure out the rest of the budget for the film later. Just the Christmas yeah. showdown though, ten million dollars. Well, yeah, I think you nailed it there. We, we'll do that. Like we'll do that first. <laughs> We'll shoot that and we'll see what we have, and then we'll work backwards, kind of thing. Because otherwise, what we could do is, if it's good enough, we'll just slow mo the action sequence and get like 45 maybe out of that, and we'll extend the Miz being a dick portion of the film. <laughs> and we'll find more kids for him to punch in the face or slash fight. Sorry, fight. He doesn't punch them, that suggests that he takes advantage. He fights them, he goes head to head. Very yes. different thing. I want to make it clear. Just for legal purposes, I want to make it clear. Uh, and then you know there that's that's the film happily ever after we've already made the sequel anything else from this film joseph i feel like we covered this very comprehensively this was the most like (laughs) in-depth professional review anyone watching this right now is like yeah joe definitely paid money for this because i came (laughs) i came prepared i was like scene by scene going through it with you know heavy detail glasses on watching closely so yeah i haven't got nothing to add i just in all seriousness, it's fine. And if you have a small child, wait five months, put it on, and they may have fun with it. Probably will have more chance of enjoying it if they know who Paige and the Miz are. <laughs> Otherwise, probably better options for your Christmas viewing, I must say. Maybe it's those fine. kids might be intimidated that Miz is going to fight True. them. True. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good heel heat, then. Maybe it was just a long-term <laughs> play one. He knew. He was like, kids are going to hate me after they see this thing. Even though he turns at the end. He still is a kid puncher at the end of the day. It's yeah. kid puncher. That's kid the fighter. Fighter. He fights them, Joey. Does not just I can't punch believe them. what this has come to. I can't. <laughs> I, I never thought we'd end up here with the kids. The parents. You know what, though? The parents. Are, the, the parents can just be like, hey, if you if you don't like this Miz guy after this film today, let's check out WWE SmackDown on Friday nights on Fox, and you're really going to dislike this guy. So it, this film could actually be a vehicle to get their yeah. kids to watch uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Because apparently, based on viewership, it needs all the help it can get right now. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you know what the kids say in response? They say, no, television has changed. I watch it on YouTube now. <laughs> the, the, the dropping viewership number actually has no relevance at all, apparently, I'm told. Because <laughs> I watch it on YouTube, the kid says. And the mother never speaks SmackDown again. Because that's how television works now, Jeremy. Did you not know that? No. But can, you, can you give that context in future, please, Jeremy? As a broadcast journalist, I would like you to be more clear. I don't <laughs> want us to get in trouble with any particular fan base. You're missing, you. you're missing, you're missing the swerve here, though. The teenager, the teenage brother oh, comes yeah. in and says, you're both wrong. What's really important is the demo, the teenage demo that I'm a part of. When I watch, yeah. that's what matters. When yeah. I watch SmackDown, that's what everybody's... I'm the one driving the advertiser res- revenue. So that's yes. how it all pays off. 
when he walks into the room, does uh, Judas play? Does, Judas, does, does Chris Jericho on the vocal play over the house speakers? And he has like a leather jacket on. Definitely has the leather jacket. Definitely okay. 100% has the leather jacket. That's a distraction staple, is, it is a leather yeah. jacket. Okay, I think that's about all we've got on this. We need to do ratings, right? We need to do ratings. Yes. What is um, your... My favorite thing is Joe off air before the show is like, I don't know how we're getting an hour out of this film. And sure enough, yeah. we're an hour into this review. <laughs> I suggest we have a backup plan every week. And yeah. we, we never ever... We never ever get one or need one. So Jeremy's correct in the way he formats this program, folks. Um, rating here. Uh, I want to just... Because this whole thing is great and not a curve, right? These films suck. And I feel like the first hour of this film, the first hour of this film is like a five, six, a push on our scale, on my scale, I should say. That obstacle course is a real, that's a real drop, man. I I don't want to be too harsh. I'm going to give it a five. five. I'm going to give it a five, okay? All right. That's the, that's the same rating as, I'm just letting you know this for, for your, okay. for your notes. Same rating as Suburban Commando and No Holds Barred and 12 Rounds 2. I feel like you should be ashamed of yourself for that. 12 Rounds 2 is high. Why did I like 12 Rounds 2? I'm going to watch that to understand why, why I liked that. <laughs> I remember thinking that sucked. I feel like, I think you're being generous to this film because you paid for it. I, I'm just going to put that out there. I think, I think you're a little biased on this film because you actually paid money for it. This is your yes. Tokyo Dome right here. If you pay your money, you, you grade it differently than if you just watch it on Netflix or whatever streaming service you use. Yeah, I'm going to confirm your theory. That is 100% why I'm okay. And I may watch it eight more times during the next 48 hours <laughs> to make sure I get the full bang for my buck. But yes, you're right, Jeremy. Uh, I'm giving it two stars. Look, the, the first... So the first... The the first one, let me say it one more time. The the first hour and ten minutes of this film are great. It, it's like it's like any great wrestling match, though, Joe. Don't give me thirty five minutes of like good work, good solid technical work, and then just throw it all away with a bullshit finish. Don't do that to me. I will hate it. I will completely hate it. I, I and because of that, I did not like this film. I cannot go higher than two stars. I don't fully race what happened in the first um, hour and ten minutes. That's why it's getting two stars. But the, the the closing stretch, the climax of this movie, no. Just it made me feel like I wasted my time. Okay, so would you say, you know, I always like to give a kind of comparison for your system, Jeremy. Would you say this is like a Carmella title defense with James Ellsworth involvement? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Two stars. It's a little bit too low for Alexa Bliss, I'd say. Um, <laughs> Carmella, more fitting. I would suggest this is not my opinion, folks. This is based on the numbers that are out there and the evidence at hand. Please respect my, please respect my privacy on that one. Okay, fine. Anyway, two star. I give it a five out of ten. You yes. give it a two. Um, when you post these just as numbers, I look like a lunatic. Right? Like I, <laughs> Because if someone just sees that as two five, it's like, oh, Joe, give it the full five. Incre an incredible play, but different systems and such. Uh, People wouldn't this... think that, though, because they see you've rated things like six and seven. So I think yeah. I think there would be, yeah. and I, I, I qualify that mine are stars and yours are just numbers. So I think people know that you're we're on different scales here. No yeah. one knows how high your scale goes. For all we know, you're on a 100 scale. 
and they don't know what my star rating scale is either. Yeah. Is it sad that if mine was 100, it would actually make my ratings like more logical than they probably <laughs> are right now? I think I give Mr. Nanny like an 8. <laughs> Did I not? I give it some ridiculous tally. So, no, yeah. I just told you, Mr. Nanny, you gave the same as this film. No, no, that was the other one. I always get these confused. I'm sure you said Suburban Commando. Oh, yeah, you did give Mr. Nanny yeah. an 8. I'm sorry. Because the shiny head, remember, Jeremy? Yes, yeah. You gave No Holds Barred and Suburban Commando a 5. For any directors slash writers that watch this show, <laughs> shiny head plus wildly brutal child punch in the face <laughs> probably going to be a high rating for me. Not because I enjoy the violence, because if it is edited as though it's just a normal action in a kid's film, I will laugh. I'm sorry, that's the way I am. That's the way the show is, folks. But I think that's my closing statement. I think I'm going out on that. Shiny head, wildly brutal child punch, high rating from me. That's where I stand. Next week, Joseph, it is my pick. Look, you know where I'm going with this. I, th- I think you know where I'm going with this. No, okay. Well, no, no it's out there. I think oh. everybody listening knows where I'm going. We got to do it. This is our first like timely movie review. Everything else has been, yeah. you know, these movies have been out for years. This movie's been out for like a week. We're reviewing Money Plane, starring Edge, and apparently starring a guy fucking an alligator. Not my words. Not my words. That That's a line in the movie. And look, I got to see this film. All right? It's the talk of the town. Everybody... You know, everybody's talking about this film. They're not only talking about this film, they're hitting me up and they'll be like, when are you guys going to review this film? When are you going to do it? Like, you got to review it right now. And we can't wait any longer on this. We can't wait three years from now, like we've done all these other films, and, and review it. Like, we've got to we've gotta strike while the iron is hot. Hashtag Super Fights Joe. Hashtag Silva, sure? hashtag Silva uh, GSP, <laughs> hashtag Jones Silva, hashtag Super Fights, strike while the iron is hot. Are you 100% certain that we have to do this? Yes. Because it seems you're convinced. Yes, we've, we've got to review Money Play. Okay. Okay, look, look, let's be honest, we've watched worse. There's no way it's worse <laughs> than what we've watched, right? I just give Santa's Little Helper a five with a straight face and was like, yep, I'll give it a five out of ten. I'll probably give the next week's film a nine. Unless it doesn't feature the two elements I just mentioned, it needs at least one to get past eight. <laughs> anyway, um, so Money Plane, uh, you are correct. Yeah, has been getting a lot of buzz. There's been a lot of Twitter threads. We're actually late on this. People are so excited yes. about it. It's just the poster. The poster <laughs> had everyone sold, and now I'm hearing there's more based on what you just said, which is um, very, very frightening. <laughs> very frightening. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, I'll... I will try. I'll try my best to watch that film and review it as always. Do not expect this level of focus, though, because I don't intend to pay for that film. Okay, I don't know where it's at, <laughs> but I don't intend to pay, so do not expect this level of focus, dedication, and determination. Just warning you. I have very high expectations for Money Film. Money Plane. Well, I'm, I'm money not... Film. Money Film. <laughs> uh, very high expectations, because the way people are just... I've seen the clips. I've seen the trailer. This film seems absurd to me. And that's yes. exactly what... If it's not just completely absurd and over the top, if it's like The Marine, I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to be just gutted if it's just like a mindless... Not like if it's just an action film. Like, it needs to be over the top mindless for me. That's what it needs to be. I want to see the guy fucking the alligator. I'm not going to lie. I want to see this. <laughs> if we rate this low... We'll edge go on lots of other podcasts and talk about how we don't get it. We don't understand the intricacy of what he's doing. 
Edge it will is, happen. That's, that's going to be a tough first, thing for me to do. First, first off, we extend the invitation to Edge to come on here. Yeah. We can talk about money playing. We don't care about your injury. We don't care about... We might have to talk the greatest match ever. Um, but yeah. we, we really don't care about that stuff. We really, we don't care about the greatest match ever. We, we maybe want to talk about like your interactions with Randy. Uh, but otherwise, we don't really, we don't really care about your wrestling stuff. Whatever. You want to come on here? You want to talk about money playing? You want to tell us... It's, it's in the middle of a pandemic, and I just gave you this hour and 45-minute film to get your mind off of things, and you're Hang complaining, on. and you gave Hang it a one-star, Joe Holbert, after I Hang gave on. you this film. How long is this film, by the way? I'm so glad that was a guess and not the actual... We do not go past 130, pal. You know that, okay? Um, Baywatch, I don't, I don't to... was, uh, Baywatch exactly. was long. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> in my point proven. <laughs> I'm very scared by, by your... By your estimate there, Jeremy. I'm hoping this is another one one hour I, thirty special. I just I just assume every movie nowadays is like an hour and forty five. You'll be yeah. pleased to know, and I'm pleased to know as well. An hour and twenty two minutes. So, oh man, look, that sets my expectations even higher. That means this movie does not drag. No, it, yes, it's gonna be. Oh, I might watch it right now. I might do multiple viewings of this film. I am so excited for it. Okay, that's now you're getting. Out. Now you need to calm down, seriously, because this is this is getting way. He's off the tracks now. But if you if you do that, next week's show is going to be an all time because I'm going to come with no preparation. You're going to have watched it eight times. And like, just, you'll have everything down. Okay, I'm nervous about this, but I I look forward to it cautiously. I'm I'm very excited for this film. I've listened to all your interviews, Edge. You've been hyping it a lot. You've gotten everybody else hyped. Come on our show. Come tell us. Well, you can come on before. You can come on after. Whatever. You can yell at Joe when he rates it poorly. Uh, you can yell at me if I rate it poorly. Come talk about money playing. All right. We extend the invitation to everybody. Anybody that wants to come on the come on our show and criticize their own films or uh, you know tell us why we're wrong about their films. You're more. We're only talking about your film. We don't care about your wrestling career. It's it's nothing yeah. to us. Your wrestling yeah, career is nothing. We've come close a couple of times. Randy said to me like he was this close. <laughs> he couldn't quite get past the guys at WWE. I don't know why. Apparently he's a big time wrestler of some kind. But we, we almost had him. Maybe another day. So yeah, we, maybe we could have get Edge. You're right. We could get him to come and we'll pretend we've never said a negative thing about anyone or anything he's done. And we'll be like, yeah, that was our podcast. Suck, right, Edge? And he'll just, he just can do it and give us stories. Yeah. We had The Undertaker booked and then his schedule was completely full. Once we booked him, you know, everyone else was like, Maybe we should get this Undertaker guy on. He seems like a big deal. And then so everyone booked him. And then Undertaker was just like, yeah, I want to talk about the last ride. I don't want to just talk about Suburban Commando. We were like, that's not our that's not our gimmick, pal. We're not doing that. We don't care about this last ride nonsense. We're talking Suburban Commando. And Undertaker was yeah. like, all right, I got to drop out. So that's what happened there, everybody. Um, yeah. Anybody else? You're welcome to come on, though. Yeah, I like the way you friends like they're all watching right now. Like they are. <laughs> there's, there's a guy who's in this film. Like, yes, I can come on. He's, he's just formally invited me. <laughs> but you're right. Some of these guys, their egos, man. Taker looked like a lock at one point. And next thing you know, he has a documentary. And he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about. This. Get out of here. I think that was a special film. I give it a five out of ten. Same as Santa's Little Helper. <laughs> I think I rated that film very high. I love Suburban Commando. I rated that film very high. All right, everybody. We'll be back on uh, Thursday talking wrestling uh stuff happened in new japan i believe it might have just been a fever dream not sure uh but we'll talk about that talk about other stuff that's happened in wrestling hopefully more stuff happens so we have something to talk about uh saturday is the tew series 
We're on the road to King of Kings. Find out what happens after Paige sued us. Joseph got us in trouble uh, with Paige. We, Paige, if you do want to come on, we will have to talk about you suing us. All right? Just, we, we have yes. to. I don't know if your lawyers will allow it, but we're going to have to talk about that. Distraction TEW series every Saturday. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday talking money playing. Very excited. Follow Joe on Twitter, at Joe Holbert 5 Joe, do you have features this week? Yes, I do, Jeremy. Oh my I God. have Apollo Cruz and Nikki Cross are the features this week, and then I intend to do a ridiculous amount of features for SummerSlam. So, if you want me to cover someone before the biggest party of the summer, that is also the biggest blockbuster of the summer, depending on which year you're talking about, uh, message me, and I will actually try to make it happen because I have a lot of slots. Now, granted, they're not on SummerSlam. You're not getting the article, okay? So don't come with me like Natalia or whatever. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, Natalia might she's, be she's now going to be resting Asuka at SummerSlam. So <laughs> ignore what I just said. But, yeah, if you want me to cover someone, suggest it. I'll make note of it, and I'll try to do it before the biggest party slash blockbuster of the summer. Thank you. All right. Well, Joe has Apollo Crews. He's wrestling MVP at Extreme Rules, the horror show. And Nikki yeah. Cross, she's wrestling Bailey at Extreme Rules, yes. the horror show. This yes. uh, this Sunday, not going to do any features on the cinematic matches. Very disappointing. Very no, disappointing. what a surprise, right? You could never have guessed <laughs> I would have avoided them. This one. By the way, I want to correct you. It's the horror show at Extreme Rules, Jeremy. The horror show. Yes, it is. Yeah. I I actually at one point had an edit of my article that was I actually listed it that way every time I said Extreme Rules, and I had to change it. I couldn't do it. It was uh, it was awful. It was like <laughs> Apollo at at the horror show at Extreme Rules is not good. It's not good for anyone to read. So there's not in my article universe, Jeremy. There are no horror shows at the Extreme Rules. It's just Extreme Rules. I'm warning everyone of that now. Be prepared before you click. Well, check out Joe's article where he writes about these folks who will be competing at the horror show at, at. Extreme Rules, the horror show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88. We'll be back on Thursday, and I'll talk to you then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.